Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, and Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. New, new countdown hey, feature wow. here. Did you guys see that? I saw yeah, that. Like you don't know about that. Bing, bing. They just totally stole John's countdown. Yeah, that was something. Um, yeah, he yeah. always says it. That's true. Already a hundred. Wow. We were live. Yeah, people were hanging, uh, uh, getting a little frothy in the chat. Um, here we go. Patty Mills. Patty Mills. Yam Bedar. Blah blah blah. <laughs> they knew we were talking about Yam. It's gonna be I a fun know. name. Uh, it's going to be great. Like I said, this is the first time in Garn Report history that we're acknowledging Yam. No, yeah, we, wrong. I said a few shows ago, yeah. I said the, the number one thing outside of Grant Williams, the number one thing in the chat I'm getting is Yam Madar. Yeah, like, but we didn't, no, 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 no. We didn't But no, Bobby, knowledge. you're wrong. I, I know what you mean, Bobby. No, you're wrong because it was at the very, very last, what was it, the last 10 seconds of the draft night broadcast. You mentioned it. So technically, you did mention it. And then now he's back into the conversation. I said yeah, they yeah. drafted him, and John just clicked the yeah. show down. <laughs> exactly. That was the first mention. There you go. Yeah. We'll, we'll actually spend a portion of tonight's show, a portion of tonight's show talking about Yamadar. But yeah. I refuse to do an entire show like Bobby wants to do, breaking down Yamadar film. <laughs> did you watch the all good film, Jimmy? I, I did. I did peruse it. I did. That's part of <laughs> that's part of my scouting report duties. Yeah, he watched um, one play. That's what that means. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are we jumping right into him right now? No, the Yam nicknames are going to be great. I don't get. Oh, it. the Yam yeah, nicknames. No. We'll, we'll, you don't even we'll, need when your name is Yam Madar. You don't even need a nickname. You just go by Yam. I imagine. Yeah. Pretty like much. That's, that's a nickname. Wait, in and wait of for itself. the uh, Yam emojis to be all over Celtics Twitter. If this, if this really pops off. Yeah. So uh, let's we'll run through some of the stuff we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, and then we'll follow the chat and see which way you guys want to take things too. And we're absolutely happy to kind of, uh, you know, uh, show some flex here and move around. But, um, you know, we're starting to, you know, we're, we're starting to have some developing opinions on the Celtics offseason based on just, you know, what we're feeling. And again, it's not based off of anything other than what do you think they're going to do here? Are they, are they trying to, and really what it comes down to is there's two schools of thought. 
preserving all of their cap space um, to try to load up and sign a guy like Beal. And you see Tatum and Beal over there schmoozing it up and smiling for Team USA. And you kind of get a vibe that like, okay, <laughs> I see I see what's happening. Uh, number two is you'll take the best move available. If there's a move now that makes you better, great. The reality is, though, they're so slammed against the cap, it's virtually impossible to do anything big without – trading a star um and so the more we talk about it the more we start to wonder is this a and nobody wants to say it everyone hates this term what is it jimmy rb yeah a bridge year nobody wants oh, to bridge here right i didn't know where and, you're going with that and they're gonna, gonna rebuild but that's a better one yeah they're you, not gonna, wanna, you know who wants a bridge year? you you all you do is say bridge year bridge year bridge year i do I don't yeah, because like I don't. Idea. But I said bridge here because I didn't want to combat. Like I was combating Bobby's trade deadline mania of like they have to do something for this team, and I was like, no, they don't. Well, Bobby's is- was one or the other. He was blow it up, which was yeah. preposterous. We knew they wouldn't, or yeah. go for it. And I didn't think they would either. Yeah, tank. And that's so right. It's not an Sounds extreme. About right. The opposite the con- end of the spectrum. Good thing they didn't tank because then the they would have had to trade like the seventh pick for uh, Horford. <laughs> Bobby's one of those like, if you don't give me what I want, I'm going to hold my breath until I pass out sort of guys. Um, and, <laughs> and, and, and that's basically what it came down He's to around the trade team. deadline. You're either going to trade for players and make this team better or I swear I'm going to take my ball and go home. Yeah. Um, and then a week later, I might feel ex- the complete opposite. One yeah. <laughs> so here we are and so i guess that's the first thing is what what are you guys feeling here and again bobby and i have been back and forth on this and this is something we agree on and now at this point we've come to the realization that they are i'm just gonna say it they're definitely signing bradley beal in a year and they're saving up money to do it done it's a done deal um that's the plan bobby's the been plan. pushing that and he's that should be the plan. he is i think beat it into you no, that's, that's, plan, that's I've been saying, no, no, no. I've always thought they're not going to do anything spendy, spendy once, this offseason. Yeah, once no, Horford's money came in and it lined going up. To, you think they're actually going to get him or are they going to be spurned again? I think it's a done deal. Right. So I didn't think that you thought that until just now. No, I mean, like based off of the fact that they traded, the, the Horford move tips it. You know, you make that move. To, to and it's just strictly you make it fast and you don't give a cr- you're not shopping it you're not looking to improve Kemba because right now everyone's seeing these Kemba stories and Bobby keeps throwing them out there Lakers this and that is he going to get flipped and and rightfully so if people see Kemba get moved in a better package the initial this reaction is a really good point yeah. yeah the initial reaction everybody's going to say oh my god why didn't we get that for Kemba what the hell but the reality is. Uh, and Bobby pointed this out. That, that was ne- that's never the plan. The plan was saving money, saving money at all costs. So mm. I, it, the more we think about it, and we're going to talk about it here, I don't think there's Fournier. I don't think there's anything splashy. I think there's the the salary cap TP. There's the uh, the 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 six million dollars that you can MLE. get the, the MLE um, mm-hmm. with 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 a, with a, with a, with a team. They could do the nine million, which is really good. Maybe and then Fournier the eleven million TPE. You're adding those two players. You're adding a six or a nine between a six and a nine player and potentially an $11 million player uh, in a sign-in trade or a TPE situation, whatever that's going to take there. Uh, and that's it. That's what they're no, going to do. And, and I think Fournier is gone. And I think that's yeah, it. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid you might be right, though. I'm, I'm afraid you might be right because, you know, that that's probably what, what's going to happen at the end of the day just because of the way the market looks. I think Evan Fournier can get big money out there. And, and obviously that doesn't help the Celtics' chances. The only way I see the Celtics bringing him back realistically is, of course, on a short-term deal. You don't guarantee the second year. And you just sell him on the dream of chasing a championship. You sell him on the dream of chasing a oh title. Oh, my God. You, 
you be frank with him and you tell him, listen, Evan, like we're strapped for cash here. We're trying to go for something big next year. Maybe not to tell him the whole Bradley Beal plan, but just say, look, we're strapped for cash. We're trying to remain competitive and we think you can help us stay in the conversation. We think that Tatum and Brown would have he, another would drive. He take a one we year think a brand new head coach is going to help the situation. No. And you're going to use those numbers that he that he put together in the small sample size to help his argument or help his case that, look, we think that if we expand this for an entire season, that you can do better than this. And if you do do that, then, okay, we'll keep you around next season. You know, we'll, 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 re, we'll rejoin this conversation in a year, you know. But that's the best case, you know. I, I don't think you want to lock him in and then, you know, a year from now, all of a sudden you don't have enough cap to, to bring in someone like Bradley Beal. I think you go for Bradley Beal. I think that's the that should be the move at the end of the day. And, and not just that. I think it's – I'm, I'm going – I mean, I, I'm not doing it to be like, oh, I want to plant my flag and be the first one here. I think it's done. Like, I mean, I honestly think it's like, you know, the Based Kyrie and what? A lot can Based happen, though. What? A lot yeah, can happen, John. Really? A lot can Westbrook, happen. If these guys go on a big run, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if that does happen, that's a tough spot to be in. We need Sherrard for this if one. Sherrard's got the temperature. Run. It's done. It's done. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, in the same Listen, way that like, I like your attitude, Kyrie, though. Don't get me wrong. Kyrie, like Kyrie was gone, you know, and, it, you know, and people will argue, OK, it started the season. He wanted to stay in Boston and things changed fast. Sure. I think things could change. I think Bradley Beal recognizes his time in Washington is go- going to eventually is coming to an end. And I think right now he's sitting there palling around with his buddy thinking, well, you can make this work. We can Isn't make this work. You think, I mean, we, we you think Tatum's about not an agent of Brad right now working this out on the side? You know, like a hundred, I mean, that these, they know, you know, and that's the whole thing is it's not tampering. <laughs> it's, it's just guys talking. Players can, if players that's can true, do anything John, they want. Yeah. If, if that's true, that's a game changer. I, yeah. We just spent like a month and a half talking about like, oh, the image of this team isn't very good. Who's going to want to come here? And all of a sudden you're in a position where, that guy like Beal is eyeing you and, you know, maybe it's just that Tatum advantage of them growing up together and them, you know, really suddenly loving this idea of possibly teaming up in Boston. It's just a coincidence that that's where it's going to be because of the money and everything else. Um, I'm not as set that it's a done deal, especially because of the fact that Washington, if they get the sense like you do that he's out of there, uh, they could shop him anywhere. And they could send them to a number of different locations. But you're in, then, because, then you're then you're in an Anthony Davis situation all over again, which is a sure you can trade me, but I'm not resigning there. And then the other team's got to live with that, you know. So it's again you're giving up. If if Washington's going to try to do a trade this year, and it, this is what we always said, the only way this works if if Beal pulls a Harden or Davis and says, "I'm just going to that team and that's it." And that, that's where I always thought would be because yeah, otherwise Philly's going to call. Philly's going to call because right? a ton of people would call. Uh, yeah. But if it comes down to not only am I going to that team, like I'm just gonna go there for free later, so don't even bother trading. Like I'm just going, you know. But okay. um, but th- this is stunning coming out of your out of your mouth, John. I've never heard you be this sure of a superstar player coming to Boston. You're you're acting like Jason Tatum is like Boston Homer fan number one. I Jason called Tatum, it. Jason Tatum hasn't. No, even I know why. Hasn't even sold me on him wanting to play. In I Boston. call it a developing opinion. The, the, no, the, I know why. I, I know it. why, John. And you can say it. Don't be shy. It's those pictures, right? I, I mean, have you seen Tatum look so happy next to somebody? Oh, He's John, like, oh my pictures? god, I'm so happy. He doesn't look that happy next to Jalen Brown all the time. You know? <laughs> oh, I've seen the pictures. <laughs> you gotta dig deep to find those pictures, right? <laughs> These guys I, been, like, you got what, the secret stats. Oh, I've seen the pictures. Look how no, happy I mean, yeah, the pictures. Guys. 
Guys, yeah. guys, guys, guys. Let's stop acting like Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal can't just hang out whenever the hell they want. Off, like they don't need to go to the to go to Japan and play on the same team. But we don't get to be We don't get to be. But Jimmy, we don't get to be a fly on the wall for that. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, look, it hits different when they're wearing the same uniform, man. Yeah. Like, come on. I no, I'm, I'm certainly not. Listen, I'm not ruling it out. I'm not ruling it out by any stretch. I think it's possible. Beal. When you look at the top 25 players and you say, okay, which players on this list are realistically available in the next couple of years? Beal's a player that pops out for sure. There's only a couple that really do. I mean, most of the players you would think are pretty firm on where their teams are. The other thing about Beal is I think he feels a little dis- – I know he feels a little bit disrespected on, on a national landscape. Um, the fact that he was an NBA All-Star snub two years ago, um, you know, the, the, the amount of offensive, offensive ability, ability that he has – and the fact that he gets talked about, but he's, I, you know, I wouldn't call him a household name in, in the NBA landscape. I understand how great of a scorer he is, but I think he probably realizes that going to a team in a bigger market, uh, you know, a team that is more popular, obviously, might be good for his personal brand, hashtag brand. Um, and that's one reason. But for, for you guys to sit here and tell me, oh, like, he's going to demand a trade to the Celtics, that would be like the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, plus what's well, that, that would be the only way for Washington to get compensation. From Has there ever play. been a situation like this before, though, when you had like a play, your star player being best buddies and from a hometown with another guy? Like I said, is you can say it'd be the first time it's ever happened, but we're talking about a, we're, we're talking about a unique scenario, right? Like, yeah, it is unique. It, it is unique, but it's not the first time that people who grew up in the same area or played in the same AAU. I mean, Jesus, Paul Pierce and Kevin. Yeah, but Garnett this is the thing, the Jimmy. Well, the thing is, they didn't play together, and I think that makes it all the more urgent for them to want. They to haven't played because... together because there's the age gap there. Yeah. Right? So I I understand they're also that they're very close, but I don't, I always thought of it as Tatum kind of looked up. To well, where Beale. else would Beal go? That's that's the question you have to ask. I like really? you know, LA's not in the market for him. Uh really? you know, Miami, I guess. Uh, you know, but there's not a ton of other places you <clears throat> would go to. You don't think so, there's a ton of teams that would make themselves uh a, a team of you know in the running for a guy yeah, like Yeah, you can know? always figure out a Come way, on. but but there's some severe restrictions on those LA teams just in terms of money and everything else going on sure. there. The Celtics got very fortunate that they were able to pull out the, off that Horford deal and perfectly open up that space for this. Um, the, here's the problem. What about the Knicks? We were calling for that, though, Bobby. Remember? Yeah. No, I, I thought it would be via trade the way John described it. Maybe Beal forces it. Because, again, if Kemba was oh, here. No, no, I, meant the, it, I meant the Horford deal. Yeah, yeah. Once, once the Horford deal came together, it was looking good. Um, here's the thing, though. You're basically looking at a team of um, Tatum, Brown, Beal, and then nothing else, really. You just have to piece together everything else along the edges. I don't know. Moses Brown would be at center. Uh, you'd have to just find a point guard. So you'd be man. looking at – Jimmy, be, Jimmy, no wait. It's a wait all over again, man. Like It's, it's, be looking, yeah. it's not even a wait. Super it, team it, problems. I love that. This is, there we go. This is like, and no, it's a good problem to have, but it'd be like the 2011 Heat, where it's like, oh, geez, who, Mike Bibby's at point guard, Chris Anderson's at center. Like that's the kind of team the Celtics. Keep you drafted but, Mario. But that's Palmer. when you turn into the team that everybody wants to come to in a buyout, you know, and that's how you get your players. You get veteran. You get veteran. John, minimum. you want to see Rob leave? Rob would be gone. <laughs> no, Rob will stay. I just they can't. You'll get the uh, qualifying offer for ten for ten mil. 
So the thing about this, like they're really squeezing in the steel contract. Joking over here. So I swear it's just water too. You'd have to cut Horford, obviously. Uh, You'd probably be renouncing uh, quite a few of your free agents at that point, and Rob would be among them. So unless Rob stayed on the minimum, you wouldn't be able to keep him. And uh, Smart. Like, this is really the biggest what? question here because you would want Marcus Smart to be part of that team, but Smart would have to kick back his day just for the all the role things, the passing. He's still the best point guard option in that scenario. He's still your point guard, hopefully. yeah, yeah. So you'd want him to stick around, but he would have to kick back that payday to 2023. Like, he would have so, to stay that year on a minimum deal. Can I, can and I? Then- you know, sign a big a little, contract after that. A little more chum in the water here. Bradley yeah, Beal yeah. today. Um, the quote on uh, how much talk there will be uh, uh, about teaming up with other people. So the question was, uh, how much talk will there be among guys with Team US in, on Team USA about teaming up in the future? And he, he answers, I don't know. Probably a lot. <laughs> Nice, just own it. Saying, you gotta love that. You gotta love that. <laughs> well, if that's the case, let's go over the roster. Who else could they put it, be? Put it, Who else put it this way: over there? which fan base is more excited about that that quote? The Wizards or the Celtics? Like, right, that's a good sign if you're a Celtics fan. You know? Yeah, it's good, right. especially since that? Westbrook. Shout out to whoever asked that. That's a great. That, that was a nice question. Yeah, Westbrook could be out there at that point too. Yeah, it's probably so, like Mark D'Amico or somebody. Again, so what's always worked in the Celtics' favor, thankfully, is um, is the two for one is the two for one situation. You know, like LeBron pulling that coup. You know, like if LeBron is basically LeBron going to Miami to join one person and bring a third over. It's harder to do that. You know, like Brooklyn came out of nowhere to do that. Like two guys right. will meet you <laughs> over there and then they trade for a third. It's the you know, even here, like the Celtics' initial big three, how did that one come together? You had Pierce. You you tried like hell to, you know, convince other people, and then you, you put them together brick by brick, and it all came together. You've got two. When you have two stu- superstars in one place, it's so much easier to draw this the is one. Why, yeah, it never made it's sense. It's so much easier to draw the one, and, and the ones Brown. that are under contract, because they're here minimum, you know, three years. And, that, and so yeah. – I can't go anywhere. I'd love to join you somewhere else. And I, you know, I'd love to go to LA and, 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 and walk in Kobe's footsteps, but like, I'll never freaking get there. It's never going to sync up with us. I'm under contract here. You're going to be free. I'm never going to be able to pull the, they've got contractual obligations, other players. We're never going there. So let's right. do it here. It, it works like the fit, the, the fit matters. You know, where, where can we, like, you can see the Brooklyn thing coming a mile away, right? They're just shedding parts and they're, they're sitting there waiting to bring people in here thinking I'm going to clear the books for when these We're guys gonna are know very fast. and then I'm going to sign them, you know? And so right. th- th- that was, that was happening. That was an automatic. You knew that was happening here. It's a, we're stuck. If you want, want to play together, it's got to be here because I can't go anywhere. My mom won't let me go out and play, you know? like I, 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 I know you. I, I, it's got to be in my house, right? And, and uncharacteristically, Cherry John's declaring it done, but we'll have to wait like a month or <laughs> yeah, two. Yeah, this is wild. 
It's if, not. If, here's if the thing. I'm not cheery or grumpy. this video. I want to. I want a before and after. Uh, I am neither cheery nor grumpy. I'm reading the situation. No, you're. And you're done. Most, ev most everything about this team has been shit for a year plus. You know, like this that is, is one thing where I think it's this thing looks like it's tipping in their favor. I mean, that's just that's my vibe. This that's would my be vibe great, on this. and this would this would play perfectly into them not wanting to re-sign Fournier, as we did mention. And I, I would be stunned at this point. Joe Sway, Joe Sway, yeah. you just disrespected, like, Fournier's brain. If you think that they can – if you think they can convince him to take a one-year deal and sell him on a well, bridge on a bridge here championship. He was in Atlanta for 10 years, Jimmy. A bridge championship, right? Fournier. He's excited. A one -year deal. They won't even call him. Like I said, this will be like – Joe Sway, this will be like Marcus Morris. Oh, man. The only like, – the only, They won't the, call him. Because there's no chance they're negotiating. They're, they're not even going to call him. Because he, he's not a guy that, they, like, it would be risky for them to think, oh, well, we can just trade him, you know, next offseason for something. Like, he's just not that type of guy. I go back to my YouTube highlight reel. Test. No, he's like, going to be looking for years, at least two right. years. At least. I mean, this, I mean we're, we're kind of dogging him a little bit here, but he's he's a guy that can be a serviceable player. He just Yeah, he just shot 46% from three. That's exactly Oh, God, here it comes. What, what did he do during the Celtics 8-2 stretch, Bobby? Mute yeah. him for that, yeah. yeah the 8-2 <laughs> stretch. The 50% yeah. on wide open shoot. Oh, on catch shit. and shoot with 10 feet of space, like – in the third quarter, during, really during that during that nine game stretch when eleven game stretch when they went nine and two while Rob was starting, you know, like I love oh, these. Right. If he, if he I leaves, love these I'll, little facts he paid Bobby finds along yeah. the way. These convenient stats. If he leaves, Celtics fans are going to convince themselves he was the worst player ever. You already see it. Like this chat that he was like so terrible defensively. He's not, I thought he was a really good fit here. He's not. The thing is. um that, but that's the signal, right? This if he's is gone. This is reading the tea leaves again. Yeah, I, I, it makes sense now that they saw, that they traded for a guy who was in a contract year, and only that, knowing I'll never be able to do something with this twenty-eight million next year. More mm -hmm. realistically, I'll do something <clears> with a piece of it. This makes sense for now. My, the, my, the players needed it, as Bobby, you kept saying they needed something to feel like you know they, they, they oh, needed to be. They needed to be thrown burn. a lifeline, but <laughs> it served two purposes. Number one, um, have everybody not fuck, not freak out because uh, you know things were going so bad, and two, to have a, a clean sheet to, to be off the books, um, and and that's that's clearly what happened uh, here. I, I don't think I don't think the intention was ever to sign Fournier. How many times have you even heard them allude to it? I originally thought that they were giving it a chance. Like I said, I called the tax tryout. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Wick, tax if, tryout. If Wick was really willing to go into the tax, he wanted to see if this team was worth going into tax for. Now, obviously, shit at the fan, like right after they traded for him, he got COVID. The team still kind of fell apart, and we don't need to rehash, you know, one of the least fun seasons that I can remember. But by all means, that experiment, if it was one, failed. So the next logical explanation is okay like see ya you know we lost we we lost two second round picks for you but we'll see you later type deal i mean it's really not the end of the world and it does keep your options much more open again you can get a tpe for him if you care some people get off to that thing and you know they can get, they can maybe get a tpe for him in the sign and trade and possibly use that down the road as well so they've yeah. got to start thinking about building if what john's saying is true they need to start thinking about pieces to put around this you know future 
Well, it's going to be the young guys. The big that, that's why the guys. That's yep. why the bridge here is so important, and it's not Rob because that's he's why they should have played him last year. But anyway, but right. Romeo right. and well, become the critical so many guys. Confusing avenues that we can take to. Well, why, if this is how you feel about the team, why didn't they do this? Like, why didn't they play the young guys if they had a feeling that that you know they were going to be putting young guys around this you know trifecta here? You know, so it's like there, there's so many different questions you can ask that they don't always add up to the same answer. Well, so. We you are obviously know. still taking a stab at at. Well, at they didn't know still, how it was but... going to go, right, Jimmy? Like you get no. rid of Hayward goes, don't. you bring in Tristan. You think you got a veteran presence there? You know, you want to see how things go, and it just everything goes shitty. Like if last year's team had come close to whatever preseason expectations were, and they're battling in that two-three seed situation, you're not as concerned. You think you've got enough here with just development to get you right. to the to that next level but they looked at it and they're like we can't win with this um and that's it done and you One have major thing. major decisions to make mark is smart yeah. you know like what go ahead what's the other thing they weren't going to allow danny Ainge to do anything crazy obviously if they had told him hey danny you're done basically and that brad stevens is taking over that's what it sounds like happened at some point during this season is that brad knew he was going to be the next GM, president, whatever you want to call him. Possible. And Danny Ainge was out. So they're not going to, Wick's not going to give Danny Ainge any ability to do anything. And that's one of the reasons why they, they didn't really do anything. They, they brought in a guy that, like you guys are saying, and what we're all kind of thinking now is that this guy had no future on this team. He was just a guy that, you know, could sort of maybe fill some gaps and play some minutes. And, and they parted with two dra- second round draft picks that they were probably going to have to dump at some point, anyways. So it was really no harm, no foul there. But, if that was truly how the season was going, which was, you know, Brad was, uh, Brad was getting promoted and Danny Ainge was being quote unquote fired or retiring, whatever, then yeah, they all had it on, on their mind that, you know, we're not going to do anything that's going to sabotage future seasons here. So and we still don't know who the hell is pulling the strings. And it's possible. Yeah, um, that's a huge question too. I mean, there's a lot of questions floating around this plan if this is the plan here like brad's attachment to the role marcus smart i can't overstate it enough like he is so important to it just because he's the only like i know john you say like people will come and you can just fill it like it can't be three guys and then just like what would it be 12 randos like you actually have to have some semblance of a team you know coherence there especially when you have three wings who aren't great creators and Beal, tatum and brown like it, it would be important to keep smart around and they're going to be assembling this so though. tightly you know the, the the development of those young wings the development of moses brown at this point especially i think is mm-hmm. underrated here and then i think moses brown is a Moses Brown, I don't think is a development guy. Moses Brown is a really, really cheap depth piece guy. Mm -hmm. Like that you need, he's a perfect guy for what you're trying to accomplish here, which is I need professional players. Professional role players. Who do not cost a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just to address something, a couple of people are saying there's stream issues. Um, I, just so you know, yeah, there's other people other people in the chat are saying they're not having issues. Neither are we in the sense of I always keep a I always keep a link live to see how it's going in a separate window and it hasn't buffered or crashed for me. So um, if you are experiencing issues um, and people saying it keeps crashing, hopefully we're through the worst of it. But I don't know if there's uh, thunderstorms in your area. Yeah. Could be Internet. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, so I don't know, but we're good on our end. And like I said, I've been watching over here. I haven't seen anything. Maybe we had some issues earlier and they've cleared up. So hopefully it's good. Seeing some people saying it's good now, but uh, yeah. other people Jared are saying the they Brockton keep getting area, booted. Yeah, Brockton, yeah. I, I, Brockton, I can't help you. I'm hearing that YouTube might be having a, a decent... Uh, there might be some YouTube issues, YouTube specific. Oh, you can head on over to my Twitter account, Jimmy underscore Toscano, and I'm streaming it live on my Twitter account. Or Celtics CLNS on Twitter as well on Periscope nah, if you have an issue. Someone said it just crashed again. Again, I'm watching it. It did not crash for me. So um, Get your bars up, guys. This is ridiculous. Come on. Yeah. So um, anyway. Uh, Hold so, on. I just got one last thing to say about Yeah, go, 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 go. Smart. Do your thing. I, I just think – I can't say this enough about this this upcoming season. Like, I, I just want to see him in that spot, starting training camp as the point guard, seeing how that plays out because then we'll know at the end if it's going to be the kind of setup that's going to work with Adoka. I mean, this is a new coach, obviously a new uh, situation here, a new system, and we just have to see – wait and see for it to all play out. I, I don't know if we're quite sure what Marcus's value is, so to speak, until that happens. I mean, we know who he is and when he meets the team and the culture and all that. And that also bodes well for his, his, uh, his, the, the likelihood that he, he gets that spot, but I'm still in, I'm still in on that. I'm still in on, on, on him being this point guard, well, the, the point guard of this team. You think he's here long-term Josue? I think we have to wait. And so this, this year is going to, it's going to tell us that I honestly do believe that this is, this is the true definition of a contract. Here. So this is everyone's freaking out about the fact that Udoka included him in the pillars of the this has been like a thing for a year for certain people they're upset that he's lumped in with tatum and brown i don't get what the downside is to that um it probably goes the back downside to like is, the, is he's not nearly as good as those two guys and if yeah and but if what he is he's not he, he gets he gets the veteran you just placating all, all he does is getting a veteran right. courtesy here if right, you don't right, mention right. the longest tenured member of the team as a core piece it it, it says more to not mention him than it does to mention him. Well, especially when people are like, well, what about Marcus Smart? What, yeah. what about him? Well, you yeah. should men- are you going to mention the speculation him? Like, starts what and- do you expect? Yeah. Like, of course, if you're asking a question directly about, hey, is Marcus Smart included in the pillars or blah, 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 the foundation? Yeah. What do you want to say? Ah, I don't know. Well, he's, he's a I mean, guy. Don't get me guys. wrong. I mean, if, if, I mean, don't get me wrong. If, if, if Marcus Smart is someone that you can, that you all think can really bring in an all-star here, Depending on that person is, I'm into that. But I, we've talked about this before. We talked about this ad nauseum about what Marcus Smart's value is uh, compared to to the Celtics and the rest of the league. It's it's a big difference. Hey, if he stays on a minimum deal in that Beal situation, they what? should build him a statue. You know, like why that. would he do that? Why? So would he's he gone. Do that? If he's not doing that, he's gone. A minimum deal. A minimum deal. That's really the only way they can keep him in that scenario. Why well, would well, he do that? I love it. In, I love could, it. In, in Bobby's in Bobby's world, Daniel Tice makes eighteen million dollars, and and uh, and, and Marcus Smart signs for the minimum, right? Well, you have to. What? <laughs> what, what, what is going on in your brain? You're you are a smart guy. Like, why would you think that Marcus? The only Smart's way like, you can. Yeah. Let me let me let me sign for a million dollars when everyone else around me is making twenty five. Well, the way the way it lines up is he'd have to sign that one year deal to get back the bird rights to sign a big deal the next yeah. year. I don't know if yeah, he'll make all these sacrifices. Yeah, so he's gone. It's unfair know? to even it's unfair to even to even bring up the possibility. It's unfair to Marcus Smart. Like to be like, oh well, this is what Marcus Smart needs to do in order to take one for the team. Like, or he could just do what every other NBA player and really any other athlete would do and do what's best for him. Because at the end that's of the day, tough. that's what these that's teams tough for do. This plan then, because you're going to be in a spot it's where you're not you have Marcus Beal. Smart's problem to sacrifice his like the rest of his NBA career 
so that the Celtics, so that Jason Tatum can no, it's be legit butt point. buddies with Bradley Beal and they can have top bunk, little bunk on every road trip. It's a legit like, point because he, he, he needs that payday because he, he didn't get a great one this last time around. That's my big that. question for Let you Let me YouTube smart and I'll get right back. I'm going to see something. <laughs> yeah, can, exactly. Can you, can you win a championship with Beal, Brown, Tatum, Moses Brown, and the cheapest point guard you can find on the market? I just – And Eastwood and Rob and Romeo. Yeah. I don't know. No, well, Rob's not even included healthy, in that. I mean – this, this Beal Tatum uh, Brown salary squeeze is gonna be. It's so gonna here have we go. Ready? Gone. It's gonna have Rob gone. It's gonna have Smart gone. If Jimmy, what Jimmy says is true. Okay, ready. So I know. I I've think that's bu- more likely. I've been bullish about the Beal thing, and because, like I said, is they're definitely. You know, you say a lot can change in a year from Beal's perspective, right? I'm gonna say a lot can change in a year from the Celtics' perspective. Okay, which is to say, right now what's going to happen? You don't sign Fournier. You, you don't extend anybody. You save money heading into a potentially be, you know, Bradley Beal off season. And that would include not extending Rob at a team friendly deal right now, not extending Marcus and letting him play to the end of his contract, possibly moving some other pieces around. Okay. So that happens to clear out space in case Beal comes and you're saying, okay, maybe Beal doesn't. I'm going to say, what if the opposite happens, okay? You have no choice but to be a bridge here. When we are talking about this right now, if you don't sign Fournier, you have two choices in your starting lineup. To go double big with Horford and, and Rob or to start <laughs> Neesmith or Romeo, which I honestly think is more likely. And I really do, which means no matter what, they are ramming those guys down your throat this year. They're going to have to. And so if you see Rob go up, two levels next year which is to say we would be nuts not to sign like this is our third piece of a big That's three an a, this is an all-star right yeah. and then Neesmith and Romeo turn into legit starter I, I'm not saying it's going to happen everyone's going to oh, be like those guys don't give me the comments that they suck like they might suck but that, <laughs> what I'm, about what I'm saying is no but <laughs> the Romeo cre- talk is just no but you've created a situation me. where you can see it and make a determination. I wonder now. if they're going to trade Rob. Because now. if you see that everything is working great, they can't. And and you're like, wait, I love this core. I, I love the evolution of these guys and Rob. You say, hands in my pockets. Forget about Beal. I'm going to ride with these guys, and I'm going to now build towards you know using the salary space to sign complementary pieces around what I believe to be a solid foundation. If they play, and you're like, nope. And I can't trade him because nobody wants him. So I'm just going to spend a bunch of money on Beal or right. a big free agent. Then you have that option too. So it could right. go both saying, ways. Are you saying this is like what Brooklyn shouldn't? This is what they should have done with the whole with the with the James Harden thing. Is that what you mean by this? Like you remember how those pieces people are like, well, maybe you hold on to those pieces and maybe this is Look, the move. But, you know, surround those pieces with. I mean, surround Durant and and, and with those pieces. You don't need James Harden. Like, remember those fans? Well, like, they didn't, but they couldn't resist, right? They I mean, honestly, resist, right. Brooklyn, Brooklyn without without Harden was phenomenal. You know, like I mean, they had a lot of good pieces. They had there. those role players that you're talking about. Those anyway, key players that could have that could have helped this team get to the Eastern Conference right. Finals. I thought it's, they'd be better than they were. were it's in perfect because you yeah. risk nothing. It's perfect because you risk nothing. You have Yam, you know, Yam That's Madar, some rest. That's play. some rest, John. Drink. In terms of chemistry, yeah. But again, people are going to comment. The risk on the players. isn't nowhere near treating 
Karis LeVert and right, you know, exactly. Jared Allen. And- no, I'm saying there's some from from the Do we have a Karis LeVert here? That- but I want to point out, like, people in the comments are going to be like, Romeo sucks, Neesmith sucks, you know, right. Rob always gets hurt. <laughs> well, all of those things might be true. The yeah. point is this. If it happens, what I'm saying is that very well could be the case. And if it is, you, you lose nothing. You know, you, you lose nothing. If you went in there signed a bunch of players to build around this team and then realized, shit, half of these guys are terrible, then you're stuck. So they're yeah. not. They have that flexibility. To, no, they, to, I think it's the perfect season for Celtics fans. Too. I think Celtics fans so. love this kind of season. Let me see what these guys have. It's exciting to see whether or not you've got something in some in some people. We're and then when you don't... It's exciting for well, like... While you're relevant. Yeah, it's exciting for like 10 games and you're like, oh, shit. And then you're like, oh. better than last year, which is the key. Yeah. Yeah. It so almost it's possible. Be well, the difference that, yeah. between the net situation is that is that they they don't have right now, they don't have the ability to trade for Beal yeah. with the players that they have, the young players. Unless they, they trade have Kyrie. Them. What? They trade <laughs> Kyrie, it's possible. Yeah, they trade Kyrie, Kyrie talk. Oh, he just blew your mind. Oh, you're saying, you're saying if the oh, Nets wanted to add Beal. No, what I'm saying is the, the situations right are different. They couldn't add Beal the way the Nets could add Harden. Because the yeah. Nets had the players, Celtics don't necessarily have the players. That's what you guys are saying. The only way it happens is if Beal demands a trade to Boston, which, I mean, let's be honest, like that seems no. It sounds Beal, crazy. Beal's not going to get traded here. It right. will be so, in free agency next exactly. year. Exactly. So what John's saying is the timing works out. Where if you're the Celtics, one of two things happens: you either the Celtics young guys like you know. Um, Neesmith and everybody else. I'm, I'm so sick of saying their names. I don't even Grant, watch them anymore. Grant's exactly. in that fold. Grant's in there. Those, Grant's those, in there. Those guys either play their asses off and prove that they would be a part of a winning team, or they don't. And the Celtics say, "See you later. We're not going to pick up any of these options. We're going to, or we're going to trade you guys for, you know, complete." Well, garbage. that's the pr- that's and then, the risk. And then Jimmy. we'll sign Beal. So John's saying the timing works out one way or the other, which makes it sort of yeah. an exciting season because you're going to find out either that these young guys can contribute or you're going to push all your chips in on yeah. day one of NBA free agency and just hold your breath and see if Beal bites. Yeah, if something like that. And that's exactly it. And and so you can't, not saying can't lose, but it's the best scenario you can have for a team that really has no roster flexibility to do anything right now. You are either the guys you have are good or you re-sign none of them and then go get your third star. That's it. That's yeah. obviously what they have to do with this team because they were not able – to retain pieces, to build around Tatum and Brown the way that they wanted to. And so, yeah, that's that that's where you're at. And it's it's not the worst thing. I mean, I, really I, I want to see these guys play. What would be more exciting? And again, everyone's going to say, that's not going to happen. But what would be better than to watch and see Rob play like an all-star, Neesmith and Romeo play like starting caliber or like strong rotation players and be like, wow, we're – this is a fun, exciting young team. It's gonna be around. like the it's gonna be like the Suns in, in twenty twenty when they went undefeated in the bubble. It was like, well, wait a minute, these guys and, just get one more piece here, you know. Yeah. Like, and 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 obviously Chris Paul was that guy, but I mean, obviously it's a little different. But it's people are going to see that potential, and so, especially yeah. someone like Bradley well, John Beal coming, coming to Boston, a, a, a no brainer. <laughs> What I'm, I'm saying is, you're not that far away if things turn your way, and if they don't, you have your shit. It's you know, like possible, you, you, but we, you really we know. we've seen some of these guys again. The, the hey, chat talks see. about Grant the way they do for a reason. I'm not as high on Romeo, and you know, we saw flashes from Neesmith, which is what you want to see in a rookie year, but certainly not to the level where you would shoo him. Again, remember Here's the, the stuff with- we said about Neesmith during the year. 
But here's the thing, Bobby. Uh, Grant played two. We've seen Grant basically for two full years plus a full offseason. You've got a really good body of evidence on Grant. You can make reasonable excuses for why you haven't seen the full version of Neesmith or Romeo yet. And that's why Grant, people are as hard on him. You've seen two full seasons of him plus a full preseason in a Vegas league and all that stuff. And then you saw him get worse from year one to year two. So no, there's you definitely saw, a difference you saw it between a lot. some of these guys. You saw it way too much. Um, yeah. The third option that we should at least – mention and this is what i call the xanis special is <laughs> all the young players suck the celtics lose out on Beal. that's a real possibility and you're sitting there with the john xanis special no but the of, risk is, is worth the worst that case well then you're in bobby's blow it up scenario at, at that point well, no, and, like... and, then, and then you've got okay now now you're worried about tatum and brown wanting to do yep. another season of like uncertainty and all this no, shit but and... john's point is valid like what are you accomplishing by extending smart re-signing fournier and uh you know giving rob that More like, rob's, so... rob's the only risk because the price is going up if you don't do it now you know like you need to you need you have to you got to hedge your bet on a guy like rob that you they either believe he's going to be something and they got to pay him now or the, the the price goes up, you know, and then then you got to trade him. Um, which I think they, they might trade Rob this summer, John. I felt that way since. Get out of here! Ago. I don't yeah. know, man. This summer, I don't. I don't Especially using that TP, I wouldn't. And we know how Brad feels about him, you know. Like That's Brad, the, Brad has a certain I'm gonna perspective go. on Rob. No, it's I, th- don't oh, you agree with you that, did, John? Not look, you bumming him out, man. He was all pumped up from the beginning. He was all pumped up about you Bradley sign, no, What you do with Rob is you sign him. You you got to roll the dice. You got to sign him. Brad became president solely so he could release Rob. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have the power before. Now he does. He loved double big the whole time. You sign him, and then it's a tradable salary. But you don't let you know you don't trade him now for nothing. No, you like, can't trade him now. I don't He's think he'll lowest. get nothing for him. You know, you could you could consolidate a little bit here. You know, combine him, Thompson. What, what are you Keith. trading him for other than a pick at this point? Why would you want Second that? Second rounders. Maybe you can find your guard that way. Any Maybe player you that you can piece. trade for him salary-wise is going to be a bad It's going to suck. Yeah, there's no way you can do that. Why do it? Yeah. Bobby's waiting just, for the next I just think there's a real chance he's gone next summer if they the go The only way you right. trade Rob is as a, as a sweetener, as a centerpiece of a – trade up scenario you're not trading rob for like an okay point guard to come in and be that your band-aid point guard right, for a year that's right, insane right, right. yeah i just don't think you want to lose him for nothing ultimately and maybe you, you do in the end get a discount to the degree that you can keep him after another you, you can why wouldn't they just resign yeah, that, him pay the tax selling, and whatever the hell that, they have that's, to do that's selling him that's way too soon to sell him the biggest problem is you need to renounce everybody to get Beal in the door. And Rob's a free agent next summer. So you can he's only not, keep him restri- on the damn He's minimum. not. He's restricted next summer. Yeah, but you wouldn't have that restricted status because you need that. Everybody everybody who's a free agent has a cap hold, so you can't sign I know, Beal. but there's no way you can allow Rob to to, to walk. To, to, you're not trading well, that's him. my yeah. concern. You're not going to trade your – I You're not going to trade your only asset for nothing just to clear space. That's a massive hedge on yeah. Beal. You can't do that, was, that. that. That's if that's if they're trying to sign Beal this summer, you know? Yeah. They had time to, you know? No, you'd like to have him be – and you could even trade him at that point later in the season or, you know, into the next offseason. Again, though, I just don't think he's going to be part of that next core. I Rob's, think he, he'll, yeah. he'll make some money, you know? Rob's number is going up in the rafters, um, so – 
there's no way they're trading him now. I, I, I'm kind of with you. Extend, here. You extend him. You extend him. I don't him. think they trade him. I, I would. I would be stunned. I mean, it depends on what the trade is. Stunned? I, 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 I'd, I'd no, be stunned if, if they we did a breaking news yeah, Rob traded show. You'd be like, <laughs> I would be. I would be extremely surprised at this point. Yeah. I mean, they've and you extend again, him and I you worry about that, it later. I understand that his. If you got to move money. Yeah. Right. I mean, oh, his health has been the point. biggest issue. So you extend him and you worry about it later. If you have to move the money and you got to do stuff, you you get three ways. You move it around. You trade him. Picks are coming back. You 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 know right. that you do something, but you can't just let it go and you can't trade him at his right. salary now just for another piece. Right. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I, I I don't see how you do it. I get the money is going to be tight, but um, I I am dying on that Rob Hill, uh, Tom. Absolutely. Um, way that tonight, John. The Rob Hill oh, and Nightmare for Rob John would be him. Nightmare for John would be trading Rob and keeping Tristan. <laughs> I understand the John business. Would quit the show. If, this, if this shit pans out, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm buying you a, a Rob Williams jersey for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to yeah. wear it on the show. So, <laughs> well, John, what's the last time you wore a Celtic? I'm just going to hang it behind me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> never. I think I had a Dwight Evans He'll jersey. put it right behind the like bottom. When I was 12, um, and then the number changed a bunch of times, and it got worn by Manny Ramirez and then David 24. Price. Yeah, yeah, that's the, also that's Ke- also thing. Kevin Mitchell, also Mike Stanley, a bunch of you know weird weird ones. But then it yeah, it the list stopped at Manny. Went from Manny, no, and then it went to Price, and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, Price. Yeah, that'll make everyone take take the jersey off at that point. So, I'm, so I'm very I'm very anti jerseys just for the I just want to put that out there. Um, all right. My my rule about Didn't jerseys Mike Stanley wear it before him before Manny? I said I said Stanley. Yeah, Mike Stanley, Stanley and right. Ke- Mike Stanley and Kevin Mitchell were two others. My my rule on jerseys is you really and maybe this is controversial, maybe it's not. If you're a guy, like you should really probably only wear a jersey of somebody who's like a fair amount fair amount older than you. Like if you're wearing a jersey this is just me. If you're wearing a jersey of like a younger guy or like a guy who's your age, it's like to me, kind of weird. But that's just me. Yeah. Like you're wearing. You're, 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 like if, if you're like I'm 33 years old. Like if I'm wearing Julian Edelman jersey, like I think that's kind of weird. I think you can wear a Brady jersey though, because he's like 43 years no, old. No, Edelman's not weird. Weird is if you put on a kind of weird if you're rocking Tatum all the time or like walking around. I don't well, know. Well, yeah, I mean. But Edelman's like, you know, my age. So that's my example. But anyone younger than that, to me, that would be weird. Anyone younger oh, than that, okay. I think you can get away with it. Oh, I thought you were saying Edelman, you can't. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, I it's was. an interesting I was saying point. It's kind of weird. Yeah, here's the thing with the jerseys. I've heard it's that. like, you can do whatever you want. But I mean, me personally. That's a good I rule. Would. My thought is I don't judge because ultimately, while I won't wear a jersey because I feel foolish, I'm glad that people do because right. that adds to the flavor and the spirit. Like, I can't be that guy. Like, losing my mind and screaming and what I like but i'm glad that guy exists because he makes yeah, my yeah. experience at the games yeah, infinitely better need those people so I'm like I, anyone to do it i'm not telling you not to I, I we need you on that wall i want you to wear the julian edelman jersey or the tatum jersey and go freaking bananas and i want to i want to bask in your presence so a hundred percent yeah one other thing about jerseys i think it's really funny when people just wear basketball jerseys nothing underneath 
It's like aggressive. I feel like that's an aggressive move. Like football jerseys, you can get away. If you got the physique, it could be a good look. Right, you gotta be. Yes, but you can't be on the beach. Sure, on the beach, sure. But like, I feel like it's a weird move to like at at the arena. Yeah, yeah, at the arena or like really anywhere else aside from like the pool. It can get cold in the garden. Right. But you, again, you need those people. So, like, I'm fine if you do it. Me personally, I probably won't do it. This, right. I think it's. Talk. I think it's a fitting I, time to talk about. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's Yamadar time. If it's a Yamadar jersey, if it's a Yamadar jersey, that's a different story. Be, I've seen multiple taco jerseys. There's absolutely going to be a Yam jersey. But if it's, here, oh that. my if god, teenager, that's different. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you with the with the no shirt underneath though. It's a little. I mean. If you're like seven, of course, yeah, go nuts. It's aggressive. Like, yeah. aggressive. It's aggressive. <laughs> it's an aggressive move. But but jerseys at the beach is fun. I like that. Jersey at the beach is a hundred percent. Go yeah. for it. Like no, like, you should actually. Wear. You shouldn't with, actually. You know, yeah, if you're on the beach, Joel have the KG on. Like, all right, you know. Yeah, exactly. If you're on the beach with anything aside from some sort of tank top, like you're probably not. You probably shouldn't be on the beach. You know, biggest uh, biggest problem with this Horford jersey is it's extra large. How to hang it up? It doesn't fit. Well, my guy said jersey with the hairy the biggest, out. That's the biggest problem. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's usually that dude with the hairy yeah. fits. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna segue because the 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 people demand it. But um, this is huge news this week. Oh come on, Bobby! What, what are we calling <laughs> huge who? news? There well, is nothing well, else I, happening. I, I, I don't is... have a Wi-Fi issue. I got to plug in a phone. I'll be right back. But I, I'm listening, Bobby. Go ahead. <laughs> we, yeah, we me too. Have, well, Bobby's going to tell you about the huge news this week. I'll be right back. We might have been able to. <laughs> we yeah, might have been able to disappear too. We might have been able to kick around like Tatum's Olympic comments, what Beal's saying. I don't know something some guy said on a podcast this week, but we got <laughs> legit hard news that Yamadar is on the summer league team. That's that's. I don't something. know if that's hard news, Bobby. I don't know. I don't know. No, he's officially going to he's Vegas. He's on his team. That's hard news. That's hard news in a number of ways for Bobby. For for one, uh, if you know what I'm if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I, I'm interested to see Yamadar in the summer league because for one reason, I want to see this guy against NBA talent. Before I get all listen, and and I'll say this about my my YouTube highlight reel theory. It is important theory, and it's something that I do follow. But <laughs> I have, <laughs> I do have to scale it a little right bit. Now. I have to scale it for when it's against guys overseas, because a lot of players can look good overseas, and they come to the NBA, and it's a completely different story. So that's why, to me, I will be definitely um, locked on to to Mr. Madar uh, in the summer league, because I just want to see if he can hang. If this guy stayed in Israel for like three, four more years, I don't think anyone would have been that stunned. I think there's a clear signal that right. he could be on the team next year, especially with the roster space that they have. They could give him a real NBA spot. I know, but is it a signal based off of his ability and talent, or is he basically Tremont 2.0, right. filling, out, filling out a roster right. spot here on, I don't a think te- that on, a team, on a team that's going to need bodies? Exactly. I don't think that matters because it's a second-round pick. It's a flyer, and if he's great, then you hit the it's lottery. A, but that's the thing. It's a flyer, but we are now – I mean, we, we've done this before. Like, 
you know, we've done the Yabuseli Zizic, like, you know, mystery man who plays well, that's overseas. that's why it's important to get him over here and get him developed and get him in Maine and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, we got Yabu over here and then we wanted to send him back, you know? <laughs> like, right, there mean, were problems with Yabu that aren't present here. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Get him over Get get him over here. See what you got. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just not going to get one way or the other. You know right. what? Because at the end of the day, you want to figure out what you have. So I'm all for it. But like John said, I mean, we're talking about a guy who's most likely the 15th guy, on, you know, in the rotation here. No, he's not going to impact the team next year, probably. But you yeah, do I'm project some I'm... of the skills he has. It's, yeah, it's a good, I, I get yeah. what you're saying, Bobby. This has sort of been – the progress has been expedited a bit. You know, you were expecting this story to drop a year or two later. But, I mean, I, I, honestly, I, when you think about not having training camp last year, not having summer league, I, I mean, maybe we would have been having a similar conversation a year ago. But, of course, we didn't get a chance to see all that. So – I'm interested to see what he looks like. Obviously, I want to see how he how he plays, how he shoots. I think that's one part of his game that certainly uh, has improved because that's what the that's what they're saying, right? I mean, that was a part of his game a year ago that was that that wasn't that didn't look as promising. We'll say right, a year ago, but you know, he plays one season. What, he had 30 a huge games yeah. in the Israeli league. He shot he what forty six percent? No, forty percent. Excuse me, not forty six. What was it? He, he struggled from three, well, but improved like, overall in both the areas there. He improved I, overall, which well, he was closer to 40% than people expected. So he I had some big good. scoring games. It all comes down to um, yeah, whether athletically, that's the problem with these guys. You never know. Like he looks very quick and twitchy. He's got a good handle, um, you know, but it's going against that competition. You know, how's it going to translate? When you when everybody is an elite athlete, you know those guys tend to get lost if they're not if they're not at that level. If he's a guy who relies on quickness and athleticism at this level, right. more so right. than other than that, you know. But he get does. Him in the he, G has, League. he has long arms. He's a aggressive defender. Some say over aggressive. Um, you know, which I'm you could get. Nice shot. For, yeah. yeah, and then you got to see a shot, but I, I, the stroke doesn't look like it's got a hitch. Doesn't look anything like anything is wrong. Um, right. He looks good in the clips that you see it's just you have no idea you put him up against nba talent can he do any right which we have to wait and see but but i think what looks good so far is obviously the reviews and and the the off the court stuff right i think it was a keith smith had a, a, a oh no excuse me jay king rather um what was his teammate? His teammate. He had a one-on-one with his teammate who played an entire year in, in Israel with him. A much older guy, someone who's been around the block. You know, uh, has has played with other uh, guys that have that have that have made their way over to the NBA. And and he says that this what separates him is is uh, his his attitude, his work ethic. You know, so that's always he's a good got thing some fire to him. He's got some fire to him, right? Like the whole when I hear someone about someone's work ethic, who's that young, who's eager to learn, someone like almost like uh, what we've been hearing so much about Pritchard, right? Something along those lines. That that's always a good sign. But I got to see it. I, I got to see what he looks like. Sam Vecini wrote a glowing, and it, you know, this is the strengths. You know, we can get into the weaknesses, which is mostly about the shot. You know, the inconsistent shot there. But you hear some of the positives here. It is encouraging. The competitiveness, high level motor, energy giver, never stops pushing the pace and tempo, uh, transition, great on defense at the point of attack. You know, this isn't a guy. Sounds like he would have stuck out like a sore thumb on this last Celtics team based on everything you just said. Yeah, he's got the great length. Um, And what I mean by that is. Moments from him. What I mean by that is. We we got it, Jimmy. Anybody on the Celtics who did any of that. But But listen, you know. They could have used him. They probably could have used him. We got it, Jimmy. Vecini's had a stunt because they stunt. I mean by that. I get it. I get it. Good good joke. 
He's like, no, no, I don't think Bobby gets it, guys. Because Bobby didn't laugh, so I figured he didn't get it. Well, I'm, I'm trying so to get mad. this part out because this is what really makes He's me... going over his notes. He's reading his notes, bro. <laughs> this is what makes me really encouraged here because, you know, Bassini's on our network. He watches these international guys all year long. He's skeptical. He's dubious of these guys. He's not watching this tape and saying, like, oh, this guy looks great. He's going to be great in the NBA, too. He said It says, makes the right pass regularly as well as the spectacular one, always hits guys right on target so they can keep going on their drives. Great like touch, rocket pass, but that really poor shooting is the caveat there. So, yeah, he could end up being Rubio, which wouldn't be great. Would- that, what? That would be unreal if he ends up being Rubio. If, if you this pick team, a guy, Rubio. Yeah. Oh, that's true. For 47 or whatever it was, that would be great. Well, th- yeah. th- this guy, if he plays – if he plays like one season and does anything, I feel like that's like a win. For, for well, he's exactly what you need right now. Right, so exactly, he's exactly what you need. And here's the thing: huh? if they do get a guy like Beal yeah, Madar is exactly what you Beal. need. That Bobby just said it. Nine oh three p.m. <laughs> well, this I get July seventh. Yeah, Madar is exactly. Bro, he's still writing this stuff down, like inside I, the NBA. I, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna write, I'm gonna write it down. We got to start holding people to account Jimmy, here. This is getting Jimmy ridiculous. just said this. He said this is <laughs> what on. they were yeah, missing Madar. when he watched the team last year. Madar is exactly yeah, right. I, 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 I don't, ex- I don't expect yeah. that. Okay. Got I don't, ex- it. I don't expect that scouting report to, if, if it reads the exact same at this time next year, then yeah, then I'm impressed and I'm well, excited. We're going like, to see him in one exactly month. Right. I can't and wait. I'm, and I'm all, I'm all aboard the yam train. If that's, you know, whatever the, there the we yam, go. The yam <laughs> ram, the dodge yam. Yam I am. Yeah, Again, I was largely ignoring him last year because I thought he was years away. To hear he's coming over to Summer League now is really exciting. Yeah. You're going to have a nice little squad there. I think it's going to be him, Brown, um, Blankford, hopefully, right? And then definitely Neesmith and Pritchard. And Grant's got to go, right? Like Grant can't sit at home. <laughs> Well, this oh, is going isn't on. Isn't it so sad? We want to keep Grant. Those fourth-year guys go where go to summer league is so embarrassing. Who was it that went in their fourth James year Young. and sucked? Was it James Young? Yeah, dude, it, that's it's like that's what I, it was. It was James Young, and he played. No, and after which, game two, everyone was like, "Young doesn't even look good for summer league." And that was funny. it. That was that's it. funny you bring up James Young because guess who's who, who played with Yam this past season and put up Get more points than Yam. James Young averaged 20 points last season for these In guys. Israel. Take that for what wow. it's worth, I guess. That's actually That's because freaking Yam is just delivering the rocks right where he <laughs> well, needs that's it. That's right. There you go, John. That's right. like that, that third year. That <laughs> third wouldn't have been year, able to do it without Yam. That third year summer league trip, I'm just going to hit home to some people, and I, and I hate to say it, but, like, if you were, like, the junior on the JV team, like, that's kind of when you know. Yeah. This might not, when you this know is it going, yeah. Probably not going to be your profession for much. <laughs> you know, James, you know, James gave him that sit down. Like, oh, so you're going to Boston, huh? Yeah. Talk to you for a second, man. yeah, right, right. Hopefully, he didn't pick up too many uh, of the same habits that, that James no, Young. If I'm, if I'm James Young and, 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 I, and I really want to help this guy out, I'm going to say, do not buy into the hype. Don't even go on Twitter. Don't let Celtics Twitter drag you into you, you know, funny memes and stuff because just stay focused on. 
trying to impress. We've mm. depressed the shit out of people talking about James Young. We're sorry. Well, this is Joe Sway's fault. Nobody knew that James Young. Put I'm up sorry, but what are the chances? James stuff. Young gets mentioned. I had to make the connection, man. I had to connect the dots. Joe Sway, to. we haven't even seen him step foot in the U.S. and the hype through the roof. The second he makes right. a behind-the-back pass in that summer league game against Lamar Stevens and the Cavs. It's gonna be through the roof, especially in August. There's <laughs> through nothing. the roof. <laughs> There's no one yes. watching anything. Are people gonna be oh, you watching? Mean the hype will be. Oh, the oh hype. no! Yeah, the it hype. was. Yeah. By the way, someone just pointed yeah. out it was Yabu um, in his third year that went that went. Young and did played. too, though. Yeah, but Yabu, I was like, and that was it. He was gone after that. It was like they cut him before they the cut season. Him. That's they right. cut him like in the summer <laughs> yeah, league. So with all the hype, after they picked are, up his third year, they cut him. That for people fun. who are really hyped up about it, like just keep that in mind that, that James Young put up more points last season. I mean, obviously he's older, but I don't know. We'll see. Probably not, probably not much older. Guy was like, see, John, super young. What would we have talked about the last twenty minutes if this didn't happen this week? This is huge news. You think I'm against the Yam talk? I've brought Yam up before. I know he's a hot name. This is going to be fun. Look, these miss these. Oh, we had to know, talk about him. Absolutely. These overseas mystery men, these draft and stash guys. They're, they're so intriguing because nobody knows. You never you didn't watch them in college. You have no idea what you have. It could be lightning in a bottle. And it's like that great unknown is so exciting, in, except in most cases until you see them over here and you're like, uh, you know. So, you know, I, I'm all aboard the Yam hype train. I, I can't wait. I want to see it. Um, but, you know, if past and- experiences tell us something. If Yam ends up like on Celtics Twitter or like Celtics Reddit or like Celtics blog message boards or like CLNS YouTube comments that like anywhere like that, yeah, he, it's gonna get to his head. But if yeah. if he just That's tries to live a somewhat normal life off of off of like the social media or the deep dark we- Celtics web, then it, it won't go to his head. Simple as that. He gets okay. choose. Red pill or blue pill? He, it's his choice. Which one? Or why, green pill? Oh, why yeah. didn't first, I take the blue pill? First media day I ever covered, James Young and Andre round table. were rookies. And these two were so <laughs> giddy, man. They kept reciting one of those viral videos that that went or whatever. And they're cracking up. They're having the time of their lives. And three years later, they're they're out the league. You know, so it's just it's just tough. I mean, again, obviously the hype behind those guys doesn't nearly compare to, to, to someone like Yam, but – yeah, if I'm James Young, I'm having a long sit down with the kid and like, listen, man, like this is gonna what? be it's a big Stay opportunity away. for you. This so, is a big opportunity for you, unless unless he doesn't like him, and then he's not gonna say that. But I, I would like to think they're gonna give him some good advice. I would like so, to think he would too. Taco, we we talked to all of these guys today. Taco, Waters, Ojale, Cornette, of course, and Fournier. Who's the most likely to be back on the team next year? What are so they again? Taco, Waters, Cornette, uh, Fournier, and Ojale. Do I have to answer this question? Does it matter at all? It's a good question. Well, how I love Fournier. Who's going to Bobby come back? Bobby asks a question and then says, well, it's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> really good question, Bobby. Well, Fournier, you're saying Fournier is definitely gone. So my answer will him. be, my answer, oh, I mean, is it the taco? one that's gonna have the one that's gonna have yeah the one that's gonna have the least amount of like competition will be waters no not one NBA team will sign will go after waters yeah so, so it's better, better question how many of those guys get another job after after they're <laughs> done with the Celtics taco, taco. Trayvon taco. waters Cornette well 
Cornette Cornette Will, Taco Will, Fournier, Fournier, maybe. I don't know. I mean, uh, Fournier is <laughs> Fournier, putting Fournier, oh, no, I put Fournier in there because you said he's definitely gone. Putting Fournier in that list is like one of those like may, you, those lineups, those friggin' fake police lineups where there's only one guy <laughs> they want you to pick. Like, you know, like you can't put Fournier in with those guys. The rest of them are friggin' absolute schlubs. You pull them off the street. My like, question was none of those guys. Like a dude in a, it's like a dude in a bow tie. Like, <laughs> right. like uh, you know, it's a different. The Fournier conversation is different. You just yeah, Fournier, you he's Fournier, gone. Fournier's gone because he's going to cost too much to come back. The I'm not saying are why are they gone. I just said who is the most likely to be back. I know what you said. I'm saying <laughs> you still I'm, haven't answered. I'm going to say I'm going to say Taco. Taco. I know you're going to say Taco because I think Taco can. They can still they can still put him up to Maine. Brad mentioned him. Mentioned they can him still like they can though. still market him. I think Taco has great marketability. That's like and, when the Sox signed friggin' Panda so they could sell Panda uh, stuff. Right. And I think Taco, and I know I said this last year, I think they underutilized Taco. I, I think, think they could have different. used him more than oh, they did. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and I will – you want to talk about back? dying on a hill? John has all these stupid hills that he wants to die on. I will die on that Taco. Yeah, problem. but that thing is collecting My hills dust, aren't dude. stupid. That take is dusty. You haven't said that in a while. I, <laughs> I know. Well, he hasn't been in the news recently, but – like that thing on the problem with those two-way spots is it's so little money. Can you imagine how much Taco could get paid in Europe? Like, it'd be probably 10 times what he's making now. So then Maybe that's what he does. I mean, shoot. Uh, maybe all these guys are gone. That could happen I'll, eventually. I'll never, I'll never he won't come that, back either. I'll never think that Taco couldn't have done more if he was allowed to. I'll never not think that. Yeah. I love how much he's improved. I'm going to miss Cornette a lot, though. He, he was pretty solid. Yeah, we know. Yeah. You'll miss the whole Cornette family. They're in Milwaukee. The dad, uh, dad played for the Bucks way back when, so they're pumped about, uh, pumped about the Bucks in the finals. And then we're gonna have Cornette and uh, or Nicole in Space Jam. I'm sure, you'll be watching that on the big screen. <laughs> Bobby's like, we're actually going. Is anyone else listening to Bobby? I stopped listening a while ago. <laughs> We just got the Cornette family update. We um, made it to one hour. So very quickly, I'll let everybody. Uh, uh, am I still here? Uh, yes. Yeah, we still got uh, you. We're gonna do the green room. We're gonna do. We're doing the green room thing, not for too long. So whoever wants to jump in there, we'll chat for a little bit with you guys. A few things we wanted to talk about, we didn't get a chance to talk about here. Um, possible trade scenarios. The world blew up last week over one football writer uh, suggesting Ben Simmons for Jalen Brown be a thing. Um, that turned into something. You didn't uh, bring that up Kevin Love we news out there. We got to bring that up. I know. Here. I was trolling people on Twitter with it, too. I was like, that's yeah, going to be our really lead cool. topic tonight. <laughs> but um, there's a Kevin Love story that he wants to go to the Nets, but somewhere buried in that copy was also that the Celtics are also an acceptable trade scenario. Is that a name you want to even consider on a trade? No. In a buyout situation, if he does get bought out or cut, maybe. Um, and then um, the Lillard stuff I don't think is going to go anywhere for a little while. And that's the only place where Jalen Brown starts to enter the equation. You start to wonder, huh, is that something you consider doing? So, Ooh. Those are all things we thought possibly doing. Um, Willard, Beal, and Tatum next year? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, we need to talk about the Brown check it out. Simmons. We'll talk about it. Let's talk about a green room. We will. So let's um, talk about did, it right uh, now, too. I, I want to make sure. Did Ahmed put it in the chat? 
Yeah, it just dropped. It is. Great. So the link here is in the chat. You can join us uh, over there on Green Room uh, and hang out. We're going to head over in a minute. So, Jimmy, why don't you whet the appetite uh, here on the uh, on the Jalen Brown stuff, and then we'll get everybody okay. all frothy and get them over to Green Room. Okay, so here here's what I'll say about Tommy Kearns, my guy, by the way, his tweet saying that I, mean, I don't know the tweet exactly. And by the way, if Tom Curran was not a bas- football writer, he'd be a basketball writer. He's a, yeah, everyone's like, stay in your lane, Tom. Tom's a friggin' a, 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 a pretty Tom? astute basketball. We'd have him on uh, a lot. Uh, not, not based on that tweet. I'm going to say this. Tom Curran knows basketball. Anyway, I'm go ahead. One thing yeah, about Tom, fired up, but I don't want to give Tom too many kudos, but Tom can write. A, if you've ever read Tom, it doesn't even matter what he's writing about. He's just a really, really good columnist, really good writer, and he just he knows a shitload about football. But he also could easily write about basketball if he wanted to. Now that being said, basketball uh, football is the best beat to cover. So in a million years, you wouldn't go from football to basketball if you had the choice. Right. Great. Now beat. Th- that being said, what Tom said was, if you could trade Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons, would you? And the two responses. That's not what he said. Oh yeah. Oh okay. What did he say? And no, the two responses were, were yes, yeah. yes, and absolutely yes. And so he was insinuating right. he was insinuating that he would 100 percent trade. You're an idiot if you think he's right? trading no, around for Ben Simmons. And he got question, a right? lot of grief. All the Celtics, you know, green teamers, everyone was saying, you know, you're you don't know what you're talking about. How would you? I wouldn't dream about doing it. Bobby, I think, was at the front of the parade, leading the charge with his Celtics pom pom, saying, "It's you not about that. It's about how bad Simmons is." But here's what I'll say. The same thing I said and what John said about the idea or the discussion of Brad Stevens maybe not being a, a great head coach for this team. And the same as that people were like, you guys are idiots. How can we even talk about this isn't even worth talking about? And what happened? We already know. So for this, those same people or even new people to say, even talking about, even the idea of trading Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons is not even worth the discussion is crazy talk. We're all so stuck in what have you done for me lately mode where we forget how good Ben Simmons is at so 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 many things in the NBA I'm the yeah, guy, but and, and I'm not it's saying hold on hold though. on I'm not I'm not saying this is a layup trade and the Celtics should do it and anyone who doesn't is an idiot what I'm saying is it's not that crazy as Celtics fans want to make it seem like it is and on top of that there are a lot of NBA fans that would feel the opposite that you wouldn't trade Ben Simmons for Jalen Brown because of how good Ben Simmons is as a um, a player who can guard five positions, as a distributor, as a guy that almost averages a double, du- uh, triple double over his career. I mean, let's be real here. It's not that crazy. And that's all I said. I said on Twitter, in outside of the little Celtics echo chamber we live in, this is I a actually disagree with that. This is I a lot of yeah, Bobby, this is crazy. again. What what happened over the course of the is Ben Simmons that much different as a player at the end of the year as he was at the beginning? Like I'm not for this trade. I don't. I think Simmons has too many warts. All I'm saying is before the season, nine out of ten NBA personnel people would probably say they would rank Ben Simmons as a greater asset and a better player overall than Jalen Brown. Definitely. Every every top 50 list or 100 list had Simmons rated 20 to 30 spots higher. He's considered a he's a three-time All-Star. Brown just made it for the first time. It doesn't matter if you like his he's game or not. He's an All-NBA first teamer. 
first Deep, team defense, all defensive. Defense, He's the best yep. defensive player in the NBA. He is. We are talking about how he is regarded, and by NBA right. people before the season, he was much more highly regarded than Brown, who people also really like. So the idea that it's an, a conversation that could never be had was the only it's thing stupid. that Jimmy and I clapped back against i would not do this i cannot stand a guy who can't shoot i can't live i couldn't live with it can't live with a guy who's terrified to shoot and that's before the season but i'm not making that determination only because he had a shitty playoffs yeah, but john you couldn't stand you couldn't stand seeing someone like marcus getting like 25 million never mind what ben simmons is getting right it's now. an insane <laughs> amount of money and I think he can't he's part of this too he will it's not just he can't shoot he won't shoot and that's a major problem however if if the free throws, the, all of it. I, so I'm not for it, but give me a break that you can't have this conversation. You can like, have it, and I, I'm yeah, not having this conversation. I'm more, I'm, I'm more for it than John is because John. It sounds like you straight up just would not do it. I, I, would, I just I, the, the shooting thing kills me, but me I can recognize everything else he money. does, and then the money's the money tips it. Money, the money's the only yeah. thing for me. For me, and this is where I think Bobby's a little bit of a hypocrite here. Is Ben Simmons does every single thing that Bobby begs and pleads everybody on the Celtics to do. Play defense, switch, play hard, uh, transition, distribute the ball. I mean, he, he, and he actually had the audacity to say that he wouldn't trade Marcus Smart for Ben Simmons, and he meant it. I wouldn't know. And, and that's that, a more fair discussion, I think, crazy at this point. Talk. Like, I, but it's just like you, you have to take off the green goggles for a second and just understand how good this guy is. Yes, he, his shooting was historically embarrassing in that playoff series and there's no excuse for it but he's also just he's just as young as everyone brags that you know brown is um he's more um you know he's done more over his career um and and i'm not just going to give up on the guy again the money is to me the biggest issue but for me to just say oh ben like bobby and correct me if i'm wrong you think that his career is essentially over for i have I have no indication he's going to be able to turn this around. Like what? And that to me what? is crazy. Like that's yeah. just Wait, like so what do you mean? Like, did we watch the, the numbers? You know, we never anything like what he just did in the playoffs. Right, but like you're acting like he's 36 years old and washed up. Like he's 24 year old, like superstar. No, but why is he playing the way he is? And the fit alone on this Celtics team, to me, like that's one of the reasons why I think current even brought it up is because he would slide in and be like exactly i don't what know where he needs. would fit in is he the like, as a starting point guard what do you mean where he would fit in he, he would really tatum, struggled with that he would get we're sitting at, here tatum talking about jason tatum running the point for this team and he's exactly what you don't want handling the ball right. all the time i know but simmons is the in, opposite in a perfect world i want him that i wouldn't mind him being <laughs> yeah, that third simmons. guy i don't know if you're trading jalen for him Nobody wants to trade Jalen Brown. Nobody no, wants know, to trade Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons. Saying, it's an imperfect trade. But the idea that you could look at a guy like Simmons and not say, could this be, could this work in yeah, a way you that, do, if you that do, other things don't work? If you want to do Smart and Thompson, oh, you know, that's a conversation. Smart, no, Jalen did say that. I forgot about that. You remember when he, yeah. sorry, Bart, doesn't cut you off, but he goes, remember when he was asked about, uh, when Grant finally made his three, remember the last year when he was, was it 0 for 23 or whatever it was before he actually made one? And the first comment out of Jalen Brown's mouth was like, yeah, man, before he made that, we were calling him Ben Simmons. Yeah. I forgot about that. Jalen yeah. Brown said that. That about, was great. About Grant. Yeah, they, then there's been some definitely a little back and forth between those guys. And that's, that's, yeah. all, that's how he's he 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 about Jalen. That's right. right. Sorry, Bob. Go ahead. Yeah. Brown destroyed him in that one game. The playoffs, like the level of quit that he showed. 
went so far beyond the shooting. He got scorched defensively. It just seemed like he's so done with that situation. I think there's this thing with him. And, you know, you have it with a lot of guys who are on max contracts. You're not going to, like, make me the centerpiece here. I'm just going to pass the ball around and not shoot and just do what I want to do here. Like, like it I said, was just we, a complete We, we lived this with Rondo. We yeah. lived it with Rondo, and people were stu- were pissed off, and, and they thought it was really stubborn. But Rondo in his Boston days really would turn down that elbow jumper all game long and play. They're pa- they're packing the lane against him, and he's standing there top of the key. He had the ball in his hands all game long, and people are playing ten feet off him, fifteen feet off him, and he wouldn't shoot. He we would enter the off season and say, "Okay, all Rondo needs to do is be able to confidently knock down a fifteen footer, and he's a friggin' all world player." And he'd come back, and he still wouldn't friggin' do but it. But you know what? So, he eventually but, did. But he could do him, yeah. and then eventually he did. But uh, sadly, at that point, he, a lot of some of his physical gifts left him, so he couldn't have been that all-world player when he did when he did finally start to knock down that shot a little bit better. But if Ben Simmons, you know, Simmons if is twenty-four, for, exactly yeah. if that clicks for Ben right. Simmons six years before it did for Rondo. I mean, you're talking about a guy who can literally do it all. And I'm not what expecting Simmons to ever happen. Be a, <laughs> I'm not expecting him to be a forty percent three-point shooter and take five five a game. But he just needs to be. We sent, said this last. Sounds year. like he just we needs to the same basically be serviceable. Him. Well, I said it last year specifically because I was like, if one guy can do it, I thought it was Doc Rivers. I thought Doc Rivers could get I that. I thought he shit. could get through to him too. And and, and, and and again, pretty much what Jimmy just said. Like, I didn't expect him to come out and start. This guy needs to go to little by little. At some point, this thing's got to gotta be this thing's got to be gradual. And I think now more than ever, if they don't trade him, like Doc We've has got- to get him to start shooting. We've got to stop with this Doc Rivers thing and, and thinking that he's some level of coach beyond. Well, what John, he actually he's not an X's and O's guy, right? So this is this should be in his wheelhouse. Man. He's a like, player's coach. But a play, he but was. he's I, he's he a was. player's coach in the sense of like I'm going to let the players Those be playoff the player. stats are start on. <laughs> yeah, but let, let's enough with the Doc Rivers being. I mean, he's not a guru. He's not the type of guy that he that, did that, bring them to the one seed. That counts for something. And then Simmons just quit. What are you going to do there? I, they should have beat Atlanta if Simmons showed any level of effort they would have beat Atlanta and they would have been in that conference final so if they can get like a Kyle Lowry or something back for him or CJ they'll be in a decent spot again we gotta head over the room's been open for a little bit so we're gonna go to locker room you want to talk this that's fine you want to bring anything else up that's also fine we're hanging uh, we're going to do more stuff again next week, obviously. Um, and then our promise to you is, and, uh, you know, we'll always be, um, if there's breaking news, we will hop on there. We will do something. So if something happens, uh, we don't expect anything really now during the NBA finals more to happen, but obviously things are going to heat up like crazy after the finals are over uh, draft. And then the off season is going to start and it's going to be fast and furious. So we will jump on live anytime we uh, do this. Make sure you follow us uh, Celtics CLNS uh, Twitter. Uh, and that's where we're going to notify you. Also, everybody here, their personal handles, go ahead and shout it out. It's real Bob Manning, right? Yeah. Uh, at, is it just at Jimmy Toscano? Or is there an underscore in there? At Jimmy underscore Toscano. I did already slide it in earlier in the show. Okay. At John underscore Zanis, Z-A-N-N-I-S. And it's at Joe Sway, S-W-A-Y. Underscore correct? Sway. Come on. Underscore bro. Sway. Dude, at John Joe underscore Sway. Underscores, man. Listen. I, for real. I think it's I actually have the choice game. of going underscore. I was a I was on you uh, Twitter in like I think 2012. I think I had to have had the choice, and I don't know why I went with the underscore. But You're in a good spot if you can just do your name. 
I don't, I don't know, know who, what I was thinking back then. Who the then. fuck? Who took John Zanis? Give me a break. <laughs> I, think, I think they offered me Joseph Cavone. I Cavone's actually three. did. Yeah, yeah this is my burner. Jeez. This is my burner. Like 10 years I, ago. I got to go find him. Where is yeah. this guy? At John Zanis. Give it to me. He's probably... Uh, he's going to be like $5,000. He's he's anti you. He's just like all his tweets are just happy go lucky. Like his his byline is in the sea. In the sea, there are riches beyond compare. But it's if it's safety you seek, your place is on the shore. <laughs> Fisherman's? Wow. No, he, you. it's like a tour. It's a it's a Greek. I mean, it's a Greek guy. His 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 his, his picture is. Uh, uh, it looks like he's running an island in Santa. He's running a resort in Santorini or something. Um, yeah. So so. I, I just I forgot I looked this up. Long no, he's time not giving ago, that so, up. Yeah, I mean, by the way, that guy's Twitter bio is a complete whiff. Like, if you're gonna get Twitter, at least don't do that. I mean, that that's pathetic. <laughs> at least my guy, he European. Just one, he's just one of my guy, uh, Jimmy Toscano. For whatever the name, the name attached to it is Daniel Toscano. So I don't know why the hell he made his handle Jimmy. <laughs> they call Toscano. him Jimmy. They call him Jimmy. zero followers, zero following. This guy literally just made this made this account in 2009 just so we could have it and ruin my chances of getting the account. Zero likes. This, He's never used it once. So this, this sucks. guy sucks. I'm this switching it. All right, we gotta we gotta go. Um, so follow us all on Twitter. Follow Celtic CLNS. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll uh, you'll get alerts when we go live. Um, check out all of our videos. Of course, we're going to be doing stuff throughout uh, the off season. In addition to these shows, we've got a zillion um, Celtics podcasts that are cooking. Josue Pavone zero. Yeah, God. Uh, so do that, guys. Let's head over to let's over head over to the situation. All right. All right. All right. See you there. See y'all. See you guys. See you.